same old trouble villains always knocking at the door pretty pictures on the page but nothing ever stays the Thank you, Vandello, and welcome once again to Graphically Novel. My name is Josh Wasta, a.k.a. Fallout Fieri. And with me, as always, is my Kang the Conqueror. Ooh. I'm Kang. <laughs> Hi, Kang. My MCU step porn. <laughs> it's there. I was hoping for like Sigurd or something like that, but I'll take it. I'll take it as way better you'll, than last season. You'll take step porn. Sure. Are you sure it's King and not He Who Remains? I, well, let's get into it. Uh, we won't we'll get into it. We haven't even finished the introductions yet. <laughs> Coming out swinging. Okay. Uh, it is always my pleasure to introduce our. Verity Willis, our human lie detector, because she calls us on her all, all of our bullshit. Damn straight. <laughs> it is the lovely and talented, the Baronessa, Ms. Jennifer Holland. Thank you, Bear. Spoilers for the comic. Woo! <laughs> Uh, it is my pleasure, as always, to introduce our guest. And now in-house. 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 We have, a, we have an in-the-flesh, in in-person look. I am touching him. I am touching him. Untethered. <laughs> <laughs> For our Loki episode, we have none other than Loki. Our own variant. Yay! Your own variant um, and an inception. Woo! Loki talking about Loki on Loki. Yay. That's right. And the book Loki. Yes. What more can you ask for? Loki, agent of Asgard. Loki on Loki with a side of Loki? Yes. That's right. It's true. We, uh, yeah, it is Loki-ception. Uh, <laughs> well, you welcome. are correct. Thank yes. you for being here. It's lovely to have you in our home. Thank you for inviting me. And yes. it's a pleasure meeting you for the actual first time in the flesh, sir. Sure, he who remains. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, yeah, nice to meet you, too. <laughs> Loki, uh, and actually, we've mentioned it so many fucking times on this show that we have to mention another bonus. Loki coming to visit us is awesome. So happy for it. But at the same time, while he's here, he gets to reap the benefits of tomorrow, Bear. Yes. That you have been talking about for yes. years. It's been... So many years in coming. It's been like, what, we, I, I, when this movie came up, it was, what, three years ago when right. they first yes. started talking about it? They're making June. It's almost like Black Widow. Almost. <laughs> Except for this is going to be a better movie. Oh. What's oh. burn? Not unwarranted. Not unwarranted. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have the pleasure of having Loki with us for yes. the movie tomorrow. No, I didn't go and see it opening night, and I got some shit about that. It's like, why didn't you... Get a private showing for opening night because I hate people. I invited specific people that are my people to the private showing. And yes, this is this is a thing that's happening. It's gonna to happen tomorrow. We're less than twelve hours away. Yes. And oh, no, we're not less than twelve hours. We're less than twenty four hours away. Sorry. And yes. and it mm. is we are celebrating Bear's birthday. That's yes. right. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to another trip around the earth. And because Loki is a Loki variant, uh, would you like to explain the mischief that you've brought in us? Well, there's good and bad chaos. <sighs> well, that's true. You brought us very good Russian vodka. That's, oh, that was, that's the good chaos. That was yes. amazing. The bad chaos is the Brock's candy corn turkey dinner 
candy corns. All right. That we all have to try. I am. I'm actually looking forward to the coffee flavor because it smells amazing. Which one's the oh. coffee one? I'll try this that one, one first. Yeah. This one. Is that the? Right. I got one of all four different colors here. We're oh, gonna do them all at once. Oh. Oh wait, what? Well, <laughs> that is not coffee. I'm gonna go with this is probably the cranberry one because it's oh, all that red. Is I'm, not gonna, coffee. I'm gonna try this cranberry one first, and I hate candy corn, so that was the turkey one, and oh my god, I want to die. I just put all four. I'm awesome. gonna way to go. Okay, I think this is the coffee one. Oh. Holy shit, the turkey one is gross. <laughs> Maybe it's stuffing. I don't know. That, it's just... <clears throat> I don't know if that was cranberry sauce, but it just kind of tasted like regular candy corn, which is kind of gross. Okay, I found, I found I the think coffee. This is, is this the coffee one? Yes. Okay, so it's the one that kind of looks like, Redemption. A, like a nice dark beer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh my God, don't eat those. The light ones, the light oh, brown no. ones. All right, yeah, fine. The coffee one isn't terrible. Oh, the coffee one is good. The coffee one's palatable. It's turkey stuffing and a little bit of mashed potatoes. Oh, it's so Is bad. that what this one is? It tastes mm-hmm. like really stale bread and and. Should I have bad. something to wash this down? Well, that's stuffing it. Yeah. It's just very it. stale bread. All right, here we go. Wait, Hang is on, this corn? Let me let me rinse my palate. Wait, cause... this looks similar, but it has more yellow. I don't want to eat that if it's no, if it's the same. <laughs> I've already had that one. All right, I think this is the turkey one. Mm, that was not good. The red one was good though. Oh my god, what did you just do to me? <laughs> See? Oh, oh, yep. and it just kind of blooms in your mouth and yep. gets worse. Yeah. Bear, oh bear, drink something if fast. Oh, no, wait, that's not apple pie. If you can see his face. Is that apple pie? It's, it's There's some kind of cinnamon and no. pie spice. Oh, you don't like cinnamon. I mean, I cinnamon is one of those spices that must be used with restraint. They did not do that in the candy corn. Unlike melange. Unlike melange. Melange should not be used with restraint. Let's go for green all at the same time. I already ate green. Did you? Yeah. All right, I'm going to do this one because it looks slightly different. This Maybe this is the apple pie. I think I had the apple pie one, which is that the, one. Yeah, that is one. Is this one the turkey one? I think so. Because it's lighter. No, it's God, this is oh, More stuffing turkey. again. Oh. <laughs> All right. I mean, I love stuffing, but I got to try this thing here. Okay. Oh. I think this is the last color I have to try. Oh, oh no, oh. there's one with a yellow top. Oh, gross. Oh, I'm going to spit on the floor so you have oh. to do the floops again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. No. It's horrible. Oh, what the fuck did you? Oh. No. Yep. Which one was that? I don't... I, oh, I think that's turkey. It tastes like there's some kind of cheap stock mixed into that. Yeah. And, and oh, Josh God, is just, so, like, handled. Josh is, like, literally, like, He's finished just... that whole bowl. Gross. Oh, this is nasty. Where's the vodka? Mm. I mean, candy corn is horrible to begin with. I love candy corn. Candy Agreed. corn is the worst. I can't swallow it. Second worst. <laughs> I just got to take all my mouth. I agree. And, you know, this makes me really consider, like... What kind of a relationship uh, I'm in? You didn't know beforehand. Uh, you drink Malort. Uh, oh, Malort is better than this. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I can't believe I had to be the one to say that. Malort is. Ugh. Speaking of looks being deceiving, uh, let's talk about Lucky. Yay! <laughs> All right, bring it on. Uh, so uh, Loki. Our Loki. Oh, this is getting <laughs> our variants. I, no. I did not think this through. No. Um, it's <laughs> fine. Story if you, of your if life. You say Loki, and you expect a response. Then everyone understands that it's our friend Loki. And if you, you are say not just Loki, praying to the god of mischief because Odie's going to pop up, and and you're talking about the character Loki, and he does respond. Then we're all fucked. We're all fucked. Depends on which of the. 
seven different Lokis between the two media that we're dealing with today. Listen, if you say Loki and that candy corn pops up into the image of a face, there will be yellow, weird, brownish candy corn horns on a green face with the, yeah, no. Nope. I'd read bit by Alligator Loki. Yeah. Uh, Alligator Loki was arguably the coolest Loki out of all of this. Oh, I don't know. Arguably. I, I, I said arguably. Kid Loki. Kid Loki did commit the ultimate crime. I'm, I'm down, but... <laughs> I was also down with uh, with uh, Mayflower from Hudson Hawk Loki. Maybe we uh, should like introduce the comic that we read so people hey, know what the hell we're talking so about. So we read uh, Loki, Agent of Asgard, uh, issues one through five. Now, we did have the omnibus for this. So all of us have the opportunity to read more, so we will, of course, go through that at the very end on whether or not we would read it. But, um, so let's just do overall impressions, trying to keep somewhat spoiler-free. Um, we're going to jump right into the comic? you want to start with the... I just want to give impressions of the comic, right. because every, we assume that everyone here has uh, seen the show. So, uh, Loki, uh, what, what did you think of, the, of Agents of Asgard? To begin with... I love the art style. That's the, the first thing Jen said. The yeah. art was amazing. And previously I was on the show for Doom Patrol. Yes. Which, reading that comic was like, what the fuck is going on throughout the whole thing? Fucking love that. Yeah, and it was, it was, <laughs> good. It was real good. And then, you know, it all just kind of came together. Shout out to my favorite actor, Danny of the Street. Yes, Danny <laughs> the Street. So, this comic was very much the same. I mean, it was just like, what the fuck, up until like the last couple pages, and then you could see the plot just all come together, and mm-hmm. it was like, holy fuck, amazing. Yes. Yes, it does leave you in a, in a state of, I don't know if I know what the hell is going on, but in a, in a good way. I've discussed letting go of things before on the show. It's why I could not get as deep into Legion. The, the show Legion, oh. as Jen and Bear could. So good. I, I was desperately clinging to at least a thread of what was happening, but the problem is that you're dealing with, like, two to three different unreliable narrators in that show. <laughs> right. We're talking, about, we're talking about the god of mischief. Uh-huh. You know, like, Norse, basically, prince of lies. And it's just one of those things, like, listen, you're here, you just need to sit back, strap in and just enjoy the ride. Right. Yeah. It's like when you sit down at Space Mountain for the first time and you're in the lead, you know, the lead seat of the lead cart and it's all pitch black in there and suddenly you feel like framing members whizzing past your head and you're just like I'm going to die, but at least I'll have a story. <laughs> uh Jen? I loved it. I really um as as Loki said, the art was uh, was great. I I enjoyed it. Um, I thought that I, I didn't find it hard to follow, but I also have a, because I like stories like Legion, I I think that that's kind of how my brain works. Like I don't need to have like a narrative that's clear cutting through what's going on. Um, I like kind of the like, okay, here's the story and it's a cloud. I'll I'll give you that because... There's a, there's a, you, you get a very strong sense of time travel in this one as you're reading it, which I personally am just not a fan of. I don't like when a perfectly it's good... It's because 99% of time travel, they do it wrong. 
uh, either either they do it wrong or they just use it to explain the thing that they want to explain that wouldn't be able to happen normally, and it's just a bunch of garbage. Um, but this was pretty much had a, had a very serious point that it was driving to, mm-hmm. and so even though while it had very strong time travel vibes, I was still just like, "Listen, this is a good ride. They're doing it well. I'm just gonna just like I said, strap in and let it go." Well, and we actually kind of discussed it a little bit before the show, and I said, but what if not time travel? Yes, you did say that, and I was just like, might not be time travel? Right, because, and that's the beauty of Loki. Yeah. Is Loki doesn't even know what Loki is. This is true. Well, in which Loki? Right. What do you... What, what are you doing? Which you... I can't tell you. <laughs> it's a surprise. I mean, yeah. if I tell you, then it's just going to ruin it. Oh, come on. You don't even know what you're doing. Well, you know. Chaos, <laughs> chaos just kind of reigns. Well, which which brings us into Cheers. the into the show. <laughs> uh, because a lot of those concepts actually were, were taken into the show. And I can see where this run is right in the middle of a bunch of Loki stuff. Um, if I am right... If I'm remembering correctly, um, the Young Avengers run that has Kid Loki was just before this. Then the the end of that became this. This is this is what happens after that with the character um, because he was Kid Loki for quite some time. Because uh, and it's not that much of a spoiler, but he he was o- always meant to be the god of mischief. Um, somewhere along the line, he became the god of evil. And in a course correction for that, he was born again as Kid Loki and just being a god of mischief again. Which, all of that ties into this comic, which we're not going to do a bunch of spoilers for. But we did see aspects of that in the show. Because the Richard E. Grant character, um, I I saw as more of an evil Loki. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which they point out. Yes. Very early on in the series. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> well early on when they introduced in that, multiple that, logos. Yes. Yeah. Well, basically yeah. when they, the, the, uh, the, the organization snags yes. him and then shows him back through his life and he's like, are you really a god of mischief? Right. Are you? You're, you're more of an evil. Yeah. 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 yeah you just kind of murder people on the regular. Right. Well, and yeah, and, and that was, going into the show, that was my issue with the character. I... I had a hard time because, to me, that character is burned as a hero, for sure. Mostly as an anti-hero as well, because Loki caused the War of New York. Loki invaded Earth with an alien force and killed thousands of people. And by the way, we are now on the TV show. Yes, we are on yeah. the TV show. Sorry. <laughs> we TV yeah. show kind of segued into yeah. that. Without Going back really... to Avengers yeah. and everything else. Right. Like, he was right. actually part of the, like, shock troop force of, um, why am I blanking on his name? Thanos. Thanos, thank yes. you. Yeah. Yes, he was working with Thanos. Of course you would know his name, yeah. wouldn't you? Yes. He was working with Thanos, what? who for some what reason you want? gave him an Infinity Stone, which is never really explained. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, that doesn't make much sense to me at all. No. But... I think that's a hand wave you're not supposed to remember that. Right. So, I think Didn't that that come up in the second Thor? Didn't they have the... Do not ask me to remember a single fucking thing about Thor the Dark World. You expect me to remember something about Thor... Oh, wait. No. Sorry. No. (laughs) (laughs) Matt Damon as Loki is all I remember. Wait, what? 
that when they no, that was Ragnarok. Was that it was Ragnarok? Ragnarok. Yeah. That was Ragnarok. Uh, Never mind. Wait, what? <laughs> Never mind. Then there was uh, nothing the good about Thor and the Dark the World. Elves and the the Red Stone. Yes, that that possessed Jane. Even though if Infinity Stones touch you and you're a human being, you explode. Which right. is a thing in Guardians of the Galaxy, but never really brought up ever again in anything right. else. You can't touch an Infinity Stone. Anyway. But yeah. isn't she going to be the new Thor? I mean, maybe she's got something else in her, you know, little Asgardian. Yeah, or she's something. got yeah, she's got a little Asgardian. <laughs> she's good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Now I just have the Natalie Portman rap in my head. <laughs> By the way. She was little Thor after that. Yeah. Right. Wow. <laughs> If, Cheers. if any Cheers, of our lady. listeners have, do not know what we're talking about when we say the Natalie Portman rap, pause this episode, go to YouTube, and look up Lonely Island's Natalie Portman rap. Wasn't there a part two to that also? Yes, there was. In fact, uh, the first part was especially really good. The movies and the TV series kind of had a difficult go of it because um, Tom Hiddleston... Like, he can be kind of like, okay, creepy, chaotic, whatever, but he is such a good soul. It is hard to believe him as evil Loki, like truly evil Loki. So I think that they kind of had a a very difficult upward battle. You know, that's an interesting point because I think you can even see that going back to his first appearance because he's literally in Germany like, doing a Nazi speech. Yeah. <laughs> like, when when Captain America shows up and calls him on being a Nazi. Right. Like, that is how over the top you have to be to not have the man just ooze charm. Yeah. You know, Joss Whedon had to have him call uh, Black Widow a quim in order to, for that scene to really work. Yep. Which normally I would be like, let's let's cut that line, and then looking at it, I'm like, no, no, like he can't. Yeah. He that is that is his. I need to be evil. I, I need now. to be evil. Yeah. I need to look down in the right. worst possible way on someone. Yeah. But the thing that you know, just to be go radically different from what I just said, when he is when there is a dramatic moment and he is doing something truly horrible. He is frightening. Oh, see only lovers left alive. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Great movie. Yeah. Uh he and uh Tilda Swinton play vampires. Oh, big. Oh, I need to watch this. this. Holy shit, it's a great movie. I mean, it's such a good Swinton. movie. Yes. Yeah, right? I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did uh, do a little hard yep. thing. Yeah. Holy cow. Wanna see Loki and uh in the the ancient one as vampires? No, Only lovers not, left alive. Not every goes back to that. They, it is they the, are actors with a long, show. long, long history. She will always be Gabriel. Yeah, oh, it's true. Okay, the again old, the old one. with the show. Yeah, it, it is with the show. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Bear and I did that episode. You weren't there for that. Hey, hey, <laughs> that doesn't mean she can't comment. It's true. She can comment on our past works because she does it on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> I sure do. <laughs> and Constantine. Is one of my favorites. Yep. And mm. I know that there's so a good. lot of con- controversy with that particular version. Oh but my god, the devil. 
Yeah. The devil's great in that. Yeah. I don't mind we Keanu Reeves about in that, that role. Yeah, Keanu Reeves did a good job. The devil, I think, stole that. Who, who was his name again? The Russian Peter guy? Stromer? Yeah. 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 Peter Stromer? 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 Stromer. Yeah. If you're listening to this, sir, I am so sorry for butchering We're, your yeah. name. If We're you're listening to this, holy shit! Right? <laughs> Thank you. If you're listening to this, I will get a Twitter account. You just tag either Josh or Jen. <laughs> or at Graphically Novel. Or at Graphically Novel. I'll get a Twitter account if you're listening to this. Uh, yeah, that goes right on the pile with Marvel Call Us if you want us to fix your stories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it. Okay, but that's not as... Yes, that's yeah. true. Uh, so, back to Loki. So anyway, speaking of... Wow. Uh, <laughs> Mobius. Uh, next character to discuss. Owen Wilson. Now, oh, I remember oh. when we first saw the commercials, Jen, you and I so... were sitting on that couch, and you were like, there's no way that's going to work. Owen Wilson? I did the no same way. thing. I did the we, same thing. But we also watched it, and I said, but why? <laughs> but why? What? No. And then you but watched it, wants and then it. you went, oh my god, it works. No. I thought it worked. I said, but why? I, yeah. I watched it, and I said, but why? No, I think it was perfect. I, I don't know the character. I don't want to know the character. I don't know the character at all, but I thought Owen Wilson was perfect. When I saw that he was going to be in it, I was just like, dear God, slip my wrists because I can barely stand him in half the things I've seen him in. And, you know, I just, I really don't like him. Sorry if you're listening, but, you know, hey. <laughs> Again? Again? Wow! Yeah. Wow! Thanks for listening. Wow, you listen to my podcast. I, it wasn't even, it wasn't even the casting. It was the trailer that I was just like, seriously? But, but Why? But he did go above and beyond what I thought he was going to do. He did go outside of his typecasting, which I appreciate. Yes, true. But they also used a lot of his actual typecasting as a weapon towards Loki. Yes. Which was, I thought was perfect. I thought that was the best part of the whole thing. It was just like, he kind of hints in at some of his usual typecasting and just annoys the ever-living shit out of Loki with it. So I kind of felt like, hey, it's not me that he's... You know, it's not right. me as the audience yeah. that he's targeting with this shit. Yeah. It's somebody else on screen. Yeah. Well, and so and I was it, amused. And that also goes back and forth because Tom Hiddleston is using the same Owen Wilson energy back on Owen Wilson. The scene true, in particular true. that I'm thinking of is when he's explaining the the apocalypses and he's messing with with uh, Owen Wilson with Mobius' salad. Yeah. Like what uh, Tom Hiddleston is doing is channeling the annoying Owen Wilson energy. Yeah. To Owen Wilson. Right. Who is like, hey, now, wow, no. Yeah. <laughs> Which was hilarious on the pouring of the drink. Yes. You know, or actually, you know, the salt, pepper, and then getting up, getting the drink. Yeah. Coming back, and then doing it again. I mean. Yes. And then explaining how bad of a metaphor it was. And, yes. And, you know, apologizing for that. But then just continuing on going, whatever, you know. Right. I'm going to ruin your lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some pretty big Family Guy vibes there. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I I felt it worked. I felt it 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 was um, surprisingly for me. I enjoyed it, and I don't know. It would have been different no matter who else was in that role. But I don't know if I would have enjoyed it more or less. So I'm fine with it. It's pretty much where it ends up at. It worked for what it needed. Right, but I'm not sure that I I I suppose. It was good casting for like the 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 path 
the the, right. the travel of that character, where they started, where they ended up at the end of the series. But does that mean we have to put up with him for movies now? Who, who would you have put in different? I don't know who I would have put in different. I just, I felt like, and okay, I, I will backtrack a little bit. It wasn't that terrible. Yeah. But it was, I just felt like. It, I'm going to give you it was distracting. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was. But not as distracting as it could have been. Because I was actually thinking about this. Um, what you need for this role, and this was Owen Wilson being the closest he could to this, is a blank slate, uh, a tabula rasa character, uh, like actor. Mm-hmm. You need somebody that is just an empty whiteboard that you can just squeak and fill in. Like, at first I was like, you know what would have been awesome? Steve Buscemi is Mobius. And I'm like, but that wouldn't have been because it ed- ends up just being Steve Buscemi, you know? So, I, um, I so you need a... Go you, ahead. You, I mean, I guess the only one I can think of is like Matthew McConaughey. It's just like, I'm not actually a person. I'm just I literally, literally just had this thought popped into my head while we're sitting here. Uh, the scene from Ocean's Eleven. You have to be funny, but not so funny that he remembers you. You have to be... Right. You have to be forgettable. So I'm thinking Matt Damon. Matt Damon walking in going, you know, in that scene specifically where he's dealing with... Uh, what's his name that's in charge of the casino? It's like, you know, this guy's got a rap sheet as long as my... It's long. Yeah. You know, I, I want that. I th- I think we could have put Matt Damon in there. Except... Except he had already, already had been... Yeah, he had already been yeah, low So he would have been confused as a variant, possibly. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's... I suppose I shouldn't... You know, an actor's got to work. And, uh, you know, but can make better selections for movies that you've been in. Well, let's move so to somebody... Like you better. <laughs> Let's move to somebody that did not split the room, and that is Sophia Di Martino, who played Sylvie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the introduction of, of a female Loki. Femme Loki is, is actually a thing in the comics, um, actually referenced once in this in the comic that we read. Um, Femme Loki occurred after uh, Loki had died, and he is reincarnated as a woman. It's a whole thing, and then um, back to the original Loki, and then eventually to Kid Loki. It's a whole... Thing Do we have horse Loki? Is uh, there a comic with horse Loki or alligator Loki? Not alligator Loki yet. I'm sure there will be. There will be. The closest that you get is, uh, is to to horse Loki is Beta Ray Bill, who's horse Thor. Um, well, that's just because he looks. There's like also a horse to begin with. There's also uh, uh, Thog, which is Thor Frog, um, <laughs> which which is literally a time that Loki turns. Thor into a frog, and it it lasted like a year in the comics. Okay, uh, where Thor was a frog. See a previous episode where I, I pull in my, my friend Anthony Hendon to explain this shit. Comics is weird. Uh, <laughs> so the introduction of Sylvie though is a is a completely different uh, because when Fem Loki happened in the comics, she was evil, like she was the the god of evil Loki. Um, this was a very different direction for the MCU to go. Um, yeah. I was reading that, uh, this character, Sylvie, was actually like a, uh, a mix of, uh, Enchantress. Mm Mm-hmm. And, I forgot the other one, uh, what can I just blank? It might have been Lady Loki. Okay. You know, and it was a mix of those two for the character on the TV show. Okay. That's nice. Uh, yeah, because Enchantress has only showed up 
on Agents of Shield, which is not. <sighs> I'm okay with that because if they put, if they make Agents of Shield canon, then they might have to make Inhumans canon. No, and we don't want to do that. No, no one, no one wants this at all. <clears throat> Marvel doesn't even want to deal with any. Um, yeah, screw the woman with the hair that whips people. I understand what her name is, and the king <laughs> who can't Listen. speak. And we're all that. on the moon, and unless Black Bolt's there, I don't want to deal with the moon. Okay, well, the Black Bolt is literally the king of the Inhumans. I know. Okay. But I want him to be there, and I want Hulk to be there. <laughs> you want World War Hulk. I'm just saying. Yeah. But Black Love Bolt you, can't talk, because he'll destroy everything yes. with his voice. Which, you know, makes for great TV. Right. <laughs> so yes. anyway, back to Sylvie. Right. <laughs> Back to, back to Loki and Sylvie, who is Loki. So I really enjoyed her portraying and her character. I mean, because she wasn't the evil Loki. Right. She wasn't like the anti-hero. She was just doing, well, I guess we're going to ruin it, but I mean, she was So, I mean, she was just basically out for her own vengeance. Well, it versus any other, you know, I'm going to take over the world. <laughs> I'm going to, you know. And at the point that we meet her, because she had been taken when she was eight, nine, like yeah, and nine, she was young, little, yeah. So more than half of her life, she's been basically just on the run. Um, and at that point, you know, that's revenge is really all you got. And you know, the uh, her hiding out in the apocalypse, mm-hmm. great. I mean, that was just brilliant mm-hmm. to stop, you know, any deviations on the timeline. Or the... Right. Right. No, that's fantastic. And, it, and it's, I always like the uh, the idea of establishing the rules and then using those rules against, like, the, rules. the authority. Yeah, yeah or right. the rules or the, the rules authority. The rules. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, and the addition of that, you know, and going to Pompeii and, you know, all of these things that, when you think about it, Pompeii is absolutely a an apocalypse. You know, for that town, for that society, mm-hmm. that was an apocalypse. No one survived. Awesome. Um, and it reframed even the thought of the word apocalypse. Because we usually think of everybody dies. An apocalypse, apocalypse be, is a world ending, but what is your world? Right, right. Well, apocalypse actually just means change it means renewal it doesn't mean the world is ending apocalypse actually means the renewal. the basis for the word yeah. i think yeah. at this point in time though that they think they've much like how everything else in language evolves i think we've Absolutely. added that you know yeah. like yeah like yeet mm-hmm. I, I, I okay so since i said it out loud i actually said this word out loud on a recording it's going out into cyberspace uh what is the past tense of yeet yeeted is it okay I was just really hoping it was Yote. I don't know why. <laughs> Apocalypse also means the first mutant. Okay. Listen, that was already a bad movie that I'm pretty sure we covered. <laughs> uh, we discussed it kind of during Dark Phoenix. Yes. Anyways. Well, if you're ever going to do that show, uh, count me out of that movie because I don't want to see it again. Uh, <laughs> ever again. Ever again. But um, I will send you vodka or whatever to bolster your spirits if you have to watch it again. You can send me vodka anytime <laughs> you want, baby. Well, um, yeah, we're going to watch it next week. <laughs> <laughs> and the week after that. <laughs> I'll just leave the bottle. There you go. 
Um, one of the things I actually really enjoyed about the Loki variants and about having the female Loki, even though I was like, part of me was a little bit annoyed because, okay, now we've got a burgeoning romantic relationship, which he's basically just, going to go fuck himself. I, I was getting there. Oh. I was, I was, I was walking my way there slowly. I was doing the, you know, two bulls. Hey, look, a shortcut. I was doing the, I was doing the, <laughs> the old bull and the young bull on a hill. I was going to get there. So um, Bear was doing foreplay. Yes. And you were It was not. taking... It, yeah, but his foreplay was taking a long time. Squirrel. Anyways. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's an inside joke. You'll catch it later. Anyways. Um, that's what she said. I was actually really <laughs> entertained by the fact that I was like... First off, I'm kind of annoyed that there is a burgeoning romantic relationship. But I was also very much enjoyed the fact that, yes, it is... Loki, uh, amongst all the other stories of Loki, you know, we've had, we've got alligator Loki, we apparently we have frog Thor, we have, um, we have Loki having, turning himself into a horse so he can have sex with a horse so that he can birth his father's riding horse, the six-legged, what was the name of that one? I don't even remember. Oh, God. Anyways, moving on. So now we have male Loki having sex with female Loki, and I just kind of want to see what happens with that. I... Do we get young time. Loki from that? They Please? pruned that timeline. Yeah, they did. Kind of. But kind I, of. But I also saw that as, you know, the the two variants of Loki recognizing what they liked about themselves in each other. So it's like I Loki also... saw like Loki met a ton of Lokis yes. and didn't like any of them. Except for Sylvie. Except for Sylvie. But I also recognize the whole timeline as, in the end, the only thing Loki cares about is herself. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Maybe we should go with Sylvie and Loki. Yeah. Just to split it up that way. Don't dead name her. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> she was a good enough character. She said that she, yeah. said that she didn't want to be called Loki. So yeah. Don't dead name her. Just saying. And so there's that train of thought. But then there's also another train of thought where... Sylvie shows our Loki, for better reference, that he doesn't have to follow the path that he thinks is in front, like that is that is set in front of him. It's kind of like he does not have yeah. redemption arc, for right? Him. Yes, yeah. He does not have to have terrible purpose, but right. I mean, it also started off, I think, when he saw, like you know, uh, when. Uh, Mobius was showing him the... The scene where he sits down and watches what would have happened moving forward. Sees the events that happened in... And how he died. Yeah. Thor the Dark World. You know, and then how he died in Ragnarok. Or no, was that... That was Infinity War. The very beginning beginning of Infinity Infinity War. War. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think redeeming factor for him, you know, and it made him go from the shitty villain that was trying to take over New York into... Kind of more of an anti-hero, you know, uh, going along the same lines of Ragnarok kind of turned him more into the anti-hero. You know, it's as close as he could get yeah. in a lot of in Re- a lot of estimates. It's, Redeeming, yeah. but then this I think actually brought him towards you know. A, I, I get where you're going with that. It's it's the listen, I'm the god of evil, but we're working on this very slow progression towards an anti-hero, which is the best I'm ever going to get. And I think I, I agree with you. I think I, I'm guessing this is where you're going. Is it's the way Disney wanted to play this very slowly, kind of like the long con is like, 
it's going to take a while before we can actually get from point A to point B. Yeah, but I mean, also, it's, you know, character development, mm-hmm. which right. I love, you know, and even though it's happened over, you know, what, TV show and a couple movies, his character is still evolving, right. as opposed to just being some, you know, Captain America. Arguably you know, some of the best character development storylines mm-hmm. throughout the whole MCU so far. Yeah. Arguably. So, uh... I'm sure this will surprise uh, none of you except for Jen. Extremely shocked at this, but I've had this conversation with other comic book nerds. Um, Nerd! I'm shocked. I'm shocked, I tell you. Yes. Have you? Shocked. Uh, shocked to hear there's gambling going, going on, on in this establishment. establishment. Uh, Thank you, Kat. <laughs> but uh, the... When I go back to my problem is he invaded New York. He caused thousands of deaths. And that's when nerds like me but on the opposite end of my argument will crawl out of everywhere and say the mind stone was affecting him and making him into the general i'm like ah, i don't buy it Mm-mm. and their no. justification is like one line that he was affected by the mind stone in a official marvel wiki on marvel.com and i'm like all right well here <laughs> right. devil's advocate sure maybe that's the only reason thanos let him have it because Thanos knew it would affect his actions. Would feed his megalomania and... Right. Right. Because like it amplifies saw, you. It, yeah. 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 So, I mean, that makes sense. And really, why else would Thanos let go of one of his stones? True. Yeah. Well, I, I All right, roll fair. I'll, I'll roll with that. Thank I you. still will not. Thank you, Verity. Right. What? <laughs> I, I see. You're Thank welcome, you. Variant. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's Variant. I'm Bear. <laughs> I'm probably a variant. I don't know. Well, I'm very much not a variant. By the show, there was tons of variants. Right. It's true. So you all could be that variant. There's no TVA agent coming into my living room taking me out, though, so... Odie? <laughs> Are you a TVA agent? Yeah, but I'm just, like, super lazy, and you guys keep feeding me, so... And we're not causing an apocalypse? <laughs> no deviation from the timeline? That's right. So, so uh, Loki, you came with some, some notes... Yeah, IMDb notes. <laughs> and I've left the other notes. What about that D? We call that research. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is research. So, or it's just feeding Jason as we pull up the, the D. D. So I forgot the world where the moon was crashing into the planet. Oh, yeah. And the two Lokis getting together and having their little moment caused a deviation on the timeline enough for them to notice. Was yeah. kind of like a. I don't a, agree with that. Was kind of yeah. a sticking point for me, where it was like that was the one point where it was just like, oh come on, you know, because if she was hiding and apocalypse is all around, right, and not causing any deviations, despite all the other shit she was doing and stealing the little time charges from everybody and setting them off and doing all that other shit, right? Why would two right. rookies being together cause this such a huge disruption? Yeah, right. Yeah. That they would notice and be like, oh, let's go and we can fix this. Yeah. Why would it be different than if he removed a couple of ribs and sucked his own dick? Fair. Why did you go there? Uh, well, okay. Um, I'm not sure I want to know. It's probably true. <laughs> and... it, it goes into the fundamental growing up as a, as a dude. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I understood what you were talking about. I just said, why'd you go there? <laughs> because it's really the same thing. Kissing a variant of yourself that just happens to be female is the same as masturbation. Or So now we're going to go back to Adam and Eve here. Well, okay, yeah, it's all masturbation. Well, it's all step or uh, incest porn, really. Fair. 
Oh. Hey, aren't we having a great time on this, this show? Yeah. So, I mean, do you think that was just kind of a... It's never really explored again. Yeah. Like, they never use it for any purpose or, like... Except the two of them going in... In by He Who Remains? Yes. Which we still have that argument. They never used it for anything except... Did they kind of use it to gain entrance to the castle, but not really? Not the not that I thought. Defeat the I mean I, I, erasure they, monster, kinda, but not really. They were holding hands, but I, it didn't seem like a. It was more like a support or like yeah, a merging yeah. of the powers, you know, uh, to enchant Agaroth. It was like a practical yeah. magic kind of thing. We're grabbing hands. We gotta, you know, be yeah, invisible contact for our powers to be stronger. I didn't see that movie. No, that's okay. Um, I only got the vibe that there was like. I'm just saying, there's a lot of witchy friends we've got out there that might be a little disappointed. Was when they were in the office of the um, TVA. No, the he who will not be named or whatever is that Kang the Conqueror? No, (laughs) different, different variant. It's a variant of Kang. So when they were there, and and male Loki looked like he wanted to kiss Sylvie, and Sylvie was just like, eh. That was the only time. I mean, yeah, they were like getting close, but just because it was a man and a woman, I think that you put a lot of your own baggage on it that it was romantic. Uh, I, no, I I think that there was actual talk in the show about romance and that they actually kissed once and that's how they found them on Disaster Planet with, yeah. uh, with the moon crashing mm-hmm. in. And that was consensual a kiss at what they thought was the end of their life, and then the TVA found them. So there was there was heavy... Mm. There was big overtones. Yeah, which yeah. going back to that, was that just the uh, Deus Ex? Yes, it's a Deus Ex Machina. Yeah. It, was, to, yeah. it was never used again, and it was or it, it was never used well again. Because, like, the defeating of the Cloud Erasure monster thing, yeah, you're right. It was just them holding hands, and nothing yeah. really happened. Yeah. Like, it was not... It, I'm. I would be curious what was on the cutting room floor that we had to make that jump because there was great stuff just before that. That was awesome stuff just after that, and so I'm wondering if they're just like hand wavy, hand wavy. Like, let's so do this. We be do ending. We do this for filler, and then we're yeah. gonna move on. Yeah. Not everything can have glorious purpose. Uh, should. I mean. You don't always have to be burdened with glorious purpose. Sometimes glorious purpose could just be a thing and a joy into and of itself. You probably like, should aspire to this purpose. Yes. Loki was constantly burdened with glorious purpose. Like, oh my god, I have to go do glorious purpose. Like, I can totally relate. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, as a child of the uh, 80s, yes. As a Gen Xer... Fuck. Uh, Alright. Everybody thinks I'm a genius. Alright, fine. I guess I'll. Uh, so I'll let's do this thing. Let's get into he sh- who shall not be named. Hmm? Oh, sorry. You weren't talking about me. No. No. Uh, must be you. He okay. who remains. No. So, no, he who remains. Oh, sorry. Nice job, Voldemort. King. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not. That was my fault. The King. <laughs> but King variant, right? Yeah. So, uh, Baron Jenner staring. Uh, because they have not read comics uh, as as much, especially not ones with Kang, who is weird. Listen, uh, you're one letter away from Krang, which is much more interesting to me. Wait, I feel like we, Kang wasn't something that we read. I don't know. Yeah. Purple face, helmet, time Think, traveler. Yeah, like 
cylindrical head so, kind of thing? No. No. Okay. No. no. Galactus. Nope. Uh, Kang Galactus is a... Silver Surfer stuff? Yeah. yeah. Kang is a time traveler uh, who is just basically looking to conquer every timeline. He has a bunch of stuff with him. Um, but yeah, it's... Eh, yeah. Um, comics. Kang, in the, I, I like the idea of this, and I'm looking forward to seeing Loki Season 2, because uh, what He Who Remains described as the other versions of himself are basically a bunch of Kangs. That they all want to conquer all the other timelines, and then each other's timelines, and... Like, it's basically Battle Royale. Oh, it's basically Jet Li the One. Yeah. Uh, oh, Jesus. Only with people, with with a dictator, or a megalomaniacal dictator. Especially if he's the well, least shitty one. Yeah, right? According to himself. Yes. I mean, I'm going He's to... the one that came up with a solution to stay out of the war and keep his timeline intact. Which I heard he's going to be in uh, the next Ant-Man movie. Oh, awesome. So it's going to be interesting to see if maybe he'll be the villain mm-hmm. in that. You know, so, bring Or another version movies. of him. Yeah. yeah. Is this just our next arch villain? Is Kang, Kang? Conquer? I mean, yeah, until they can really figure out Doctor Doom. Yeah, I don't have any... I don't have any high hopes because they've already fucked him up twice. Um, they turned Galactus into a cloud, though. I mean, like, you, could, you fuck up real bad. <laughs> like real bad by turning Galactus into a cloud. I was I was more okay with Galactus as a cloud than I was with any incarnation of Doctor Doom that Marvel's put out so far. Okay, fair. I, that that's that's fair. I have not seen the newest one that uh, Michael B. Jordan. Listen, is in. we we have these evolutions, and thankfully Marvel has done some good things, like springboard people from. Originally crappy roles into much better roles. Mm-hmm. Twice. Most it, most of it twice. Both times it started with Fantastic Four, and then they turned into something better. Right. Yeah. Wait, was... And both times, both times it was, was a human, human torch. torch! Yeah. Chris Evans into Captain America, and Michael B. Jordan into Killmonger. Because <laughs> in the second incarnation of Fantastic Four, who, you who had... Who was Stretch Armstrong? Uh, in the first one, the first. it was... Um, Actor that I cannot remember. He was the only one that I did not recognize. I've seen him before, and now I gotta look up the D. Also, I have normalized Stretch Armstrong as that character's <laughs> name in Fantastic Four. Yes! Just just in the show, yes. <laughs> it's a thing. So, Jonathan Majors, though, I thought I thought he the character was fantastic. He did a great he, job. No, and it's... The, the only... And it's, it's my own... Hang up. I totally get that. Uh, but I, I'm trying to remember the name of the actor who was the uh, operative in Serenity. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, my I favorite character. Yeah. My favorite character. Yes. He was also in Kiki Boots. Uh, and he has Doctor a, Strange. Also in Doctor Strange. You're right. Which is probably why he wasn't Kang, now that I think about it. Thank you for pointing that out. Because like, I see that actor and I'm like... You're almost this other actor that I like a lot more. Um, just in mannerisms and in ways that he talks. Um, but yeah, no, that would be because he's already more now. You're yeah. right. <laughs> I mean, I, the first time I saw him was in uh, H-Craft, H.P. Lovecraft show on HBO. Oh, Lovecraft. Oh, Lovecraft. Lovecraft. Yeah. Lovecraft. That yeah. Was yeah. So which is so which awesome. Is, which was fantastic, yeah. So then, you know, when he pops up in the show, I'm just like, 
my brain is going, who the hell is this? You know, I don't want to stop watching. No, but you're going to IMDb on your phone. Trying to figure, to it, figure out. it out. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. about halfway into the amount of time that he's on the screen, I'm like, holy fuck, it's him. <laughs> you know, and then I had to kind of rewind a little bit. Yeah. And uh, it's like every time Richard E. Grant, especially in this, uh, whenever he shows up, I'm like, that's Darwin Mayflower from Hudson Hawk. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, just his, his, I, he was kind of swarmy and, and snide. Yes. And, you know, he did play the, you know, I'm all knowing, you know, and, you know, just when he was going through and gave him the papers going, this is what you're going to say. Yeah. I've already seen this. I've the already reveal, it. though, the I'm giddy because we're off script. Once that hit. Brilliance. Yeah. You could see the change in him. Yeah. And where it was just this, you know, whatever, I'm omniscient and blah, 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 go ahead and do whatever you want, to the point of his character almost did at least a 90-degree turn on being so happy that he didn't know what was going on. Yeah. But then when he said that, um, you know, he's probably just going to get reincarnated, made me wonder, you know, is this kind of Marvel's way of being able to kind of nerf this whole thing going on? You know, nerf the multiple timelines where Loki comes back, but now you can bring it back because he's just going to get reincarnated. Here's the question: He who remains versus you know King taking over. You know, because King's going to kick some ass. We all right, know that. Right, right. Is it really reincarnation though? Because that's not what he was talking about. He was not talking about like his soul going and the cycle beginning anew. He was talking about the Kang War going on long enough that one other Kang was going to decide to do what he did, and that due to those actions, that's why they would end up in the same room at the same time again, just because the inevitability of the timeline, you know, and it may, like, he was even allowing for differences, but saying that it was the pattern. It's that, you know, you go on long enough and another Kang is going to have the idea that I did. And, you know, we'll be back in this room again. He didn't mean those exact people. He basically meant a timeline is going to work out like this again. When he said reincarnation, though, I took it to be him personally as he who remains versus Kang. He who remains will come back. You know, I, I think that's the going to be the stable timeline that the Marvel Universe is going to jump back to. Because, I mean, you can only have so many branches out before it just becomes some weird fucking too crazy for, you know, anybody but a non-comic book nerd to follow. I mean... Well, but that's what they're building. That's what they're building right now because I haven't seen Eternals. Just came out this weekend. I'm going Monday. Um, So I I don't know... More important things to do this weekend. I understand. I don't know if they have alternate timeline stuff in that, but I do know that... Spider-Man is going to have alternate timeline stuff, and Doctor Strange is going to have alternate timeline stuff. So well, both of those Spider-Man make sense. Spider-Man already yeah. has. No, well, Spider-Man, has... no, because uh, uh, not the current Marvel incarnation of Spider-Man does oh, not yet have alternate okay. timeline yes. stuff. Because okay. Mysterio said he was from an alternate timeline, and then it turned out to be bullshit. Have you guys seen Venom yet? No, not the new one. Not the new one. Oh, all right. I, I, I want to watch it because. Woody Harrelson. I, I don't know that I've seen a bad Woody Harrelson movie yet. White Man Can't Jump? Like I said, I don't know if I've oh, seen a bad Woody Harrelson movie yet. 
right, I didn't say I've. I, I don't. I didn't say I haven't ever seen a good Woody Harrelson <laughs> movie. I just haven't seen a bad one. There are several okay Woody Harrelson movies. For everybody out there, you have to watch Venom, the second Venom, and you have to stay till the end credits and watch that. Obviously, I won't spoil it because that would just be really shitty. Right. Um, but it'll put what I'm saying kind of into context. Okay. All so right. as a quick aside, because I went and looked it up while we were all sitting here talking, the guy that plays Stretch Armstrong yes. in the first Fantastic Four movie yes. back in like 05. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to butcher the hell out of his name, but it looks like Ian Gruffud? Gruffud? Something like that? Um, he was, his big claim to fame that I can see was he was Horatio Hornblower in the Horatio Hornblower series. Oh. Uh, on top of having several, like, bit parts here and there, like, Justice League stuff, and then it, like, really popped out in the, as Reed Richards in Fantastic Four. So, that's where you might have seen him before. There's a couple other places where I've seen him, but I that's also the watched one that a bunch had, of bad movies, so. Yeah, it's also the one that had Jessica Alba as, uh, Sue Storm. Like right. the, uh, the King Arthur, uh, 2004 King Arthur... Uh, he was Lancelot, which is I, one of the big things that I had seen him before in. What about the second movie, the Fantastic Four? That was isn't there one later? Yes, yes, that but the that had Michael a whole different crew. Yeah. That was the one Michael B. Jordan as Human Torch, um, and that did not have him as Reed Richards. I have yet to see that. Oh, I haven't seen the newer one either. There are moments that are better, some moments that are better, but everything that either of these movies has done with Doctor Doom has been downright degrading to the character. So the only only way that we are going to do a Fantastic Four episode is if Leia and uh, our friend Adam come from Chicago because Adam is a huge Fantastic Four fan. Right. And we will do it the same way that we're doing it right now where everyone is in the living room drinking. Yes. Uh, while <laughs> we deal with the Fantastic Four. Well, yeah. I mean, and he's a fan and I hope we may have to have somebody sit in between us because, I mean, I don't want to upset him, but I will call Richard Stretch Arms all the time. Baron Underbite? From Venture Brothers, yes, was a better Doctor Doom character than the first Doctor Doom. Yes. Oh, listen, <laughs> agree. When you see the second one, you will freaking cry. You watch the new Fantastic Four. I should I say new Fantastic Four, but it's it's nothing like new. Okay, I'm going to guess that we are done talking about Loki. No, no, <laughs> yeah, point, no, no, no so. let's continue. Okay. Uh, let's, let's get back on topic. For sorry, I, I was supposed to be a short aside. It turned into some. Does anybody have anything fight. to bring us back on topic? What did you think of the whole concept of the TVA with the, you know, knowing he who remains is the one that is the behind it establishment? I like it. I I, I found it made sense. It, it for that world. It um you know everything kind of um the fact that magic doesn't work in the TVA was a great point. Oh. Yeah. The Infinity Stones? The Infinity Stones. I giggled yeah. a little bit about the fact that they're talking about the Infinity Stones. Like, a bunch of yeah. the people just use them as paperweights. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. it, it, there were arguments that basically it, it made the sacrifices for the earlier MCU feel trivial. And I don't, I don't feel that at all. The TVA is its own entity outside of 
the timeline. So that doesn't mean that the stakes are less. It, just because some place exists outside, you know, how many people believe in heaven? You know, does that mean that whatever happens on Earth just doesn't matter? No. In fact, that's kind of the whole point. Right, right. <laughs> you have heaven and the TVA is just, you know, uh, limbo. Well, I mean, yeah, the 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 rules that govern one place may not necessarily govern another. That doesn't mean that the rules in the place that you're in aren't important and that it doesn't have So what you're saying is that uh, there's a lot of people that don't understand how the Planescape campaign setting for Dungeons & Dragons works. Listen, I... I'm not a Dungeons and Dragons fan. I mean, I'm in a campaign now, but it's it's a dude that listen, made the whole thing up. Listen, it's fifth ed, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm saying it's fifth ed, so it's not you. You shouldn't really like. Sorry, cat. You shouldn't really invest a whole lot into it. <laughs> anyway, so with going back to like the timeline, do you think that this show nerfs Thor Ragnarok and? Uh, Thor, uh, the second one. The Dark World? Yeah, the Dark World. I think Thor the Dark World nerfs Thor the Dark World because (laughs) I can't remember anything about it. And apparently I'm filling in much better movies into it to try and redeem it. Yeah, and we basically jumped from Avengers with Loki getting the Tesseract jumping into the TVA. Right. So we've... Okay, so you're basically talking about does it nerf Loki's redemption arc? Um, not necessarily mm-hmm. if it nerfs his redemption arc because he's seen the movie of what possibly could happen. Yeah. Right. But I mean, are they, do you think they're going to insert him back into, you know, like season two will have to insert him back into this point I, to actually make the other things happen. I'm going to jump in on this one and say this is everything about time travel and especially because they're talking about alternate timelines. So we start getting into that, that bit that, Jen and I are gonna hate this smacked very hard. It had all of the beats of uh, Christ's Son, Infinite Earths. <laughs> um, and I, I looked at this honestly, like as I'm watching it, and I I got through it, and I'm just like, God, this just stinks of time travel, even though it's not really time travel, right? But it also right, because this this it also stinks of setup. Because this goes by the theory that the moment time travel occurs, it's not really time travel. It is a fork in a timeline. Yes. But I also, like I said, this also stinks of setup. I, it, somewhere in the back of my head, the whole time while I was watching the series, I was just like, they're setting up another epic. They're setting up, okay, and they might be, but they're setting up for sure a second season of Loki, and here's... What I will give credit for. Someone, while they were storyboarding this out, went, there is too much for what we have. Like, I, and, well, and the I'm, pacing was great. I'm going to jump into what is about to be a future episode. I'm going to do my least I can to spoil it at all, but... Jupiter's Legacy? No. Oh, okay. What if? Oh, yeah. Because I, I've been... Did- I've been I haven't seen it yet. Literally avoiding. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to so. talk about it. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to. I'm going to just going to mention how I think there's a huge link between Loki and What If about how this is all just a setup for their next big epic, like they did with the Infinity Saga. No, I I I do agree with that because 
I think, and we'll get into it more in the What If episode, but I, I believe there is one specific instance that we're going to see in the Doctor Strange. We're going to see a What If character and an MCU regular character yep. meet. Yup. And that's all we're going to say about it. <laughs> right. Until the What If episode. But yes, I, I do and agree we haven't, with you. We haven't talked about this before, so I want to know exactly which character. When we get done recording, I want to know exactly which characters, but I'm pretty sure I already haven't pegged which ones you're thinking of. Okay. Uh, any other questions? We are at an hour and six minutes. I do not. I mean... Okay, so... TVA characters, I mean, were, were interesting. I mean, the whole... Yeah. And then having the robot, you know, being the, the three, what, watchers or whatever it was. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Being robots. Yeah. Right. I was kind of... I was pretty surprised by that. I also was amused, uh, since we were talking about robots, that they had the, uh, the um, barrier that you have to go through to make sure you're not a robot or an android. And... Uh, that also we will discuss in what if because it's brilliant because it sets up yeah <laughs> so much yes that I was just like are you and I would never got it if I wouldn't have watched Loki when it came out yep and then watched what if when it came out and then came back and watched Loki again before this episode and then went oh my you ah oh, I got this so uh what we read. Uh, issues one through five, but we do have the omnibus, which means that this isn't even a will you go out and find the rest of this run. <laughs> it means there's we have read literally a quarter of what there is in this run. So uh, I thought it was a third. Maybe it's a third. Maybe it's a third. It's four, yeah, four hundred eighteen. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah. So Loki, are you gonna run through the rest, or have you already? Actually, I would like. Actually, for us to come back and discuss that. Like, read the rest of it, and then come back and okay. you talk little, about little, it. Okay, a little bonus. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. And oh. then um, I will watch the what if, and then maybe we could do Loki slash what if. That sounds like a between seasons. Yeah. Uh, sounds like a good bonus episode. Yeah. We haven't done a bonus episode in a couple of seasons, I think. Jen? Um. A first? Yes. <laughs> Fair? I... Uh, actually a little bit like Jen and only because of moments of opportunity because my current job uh, in the last week I actually hadn't read any of this of the 119 pages or something like that we were supposed to read just for today yeah. yep. until like Wednesday oh and honey I read it at lunch today <laughs> I and then I, some apparently yeah. I didn't burn through it that fast so I don't like reading it on digital It's yeah. it's real hard for me but here's the thing is, uh, because of the nature of my work, I had to spend roughly about uh, 12, uh, well, no, probably about eight hours this week just on standby, which means I'm literally standing at the top of a hole watching other people work because I have to be there for safety purposes. And I'm just like, well, um, okay, I'm going to start reading my homework and burn through all of it and just got about... 10 pages further than what I needed to read before I realized, oh, I'm already, I've already done all my homework. Yep. Same. Uh, I'm the same, uh, especially with work. I mean, I have the homework for this show. I have the homework for Rec Conversations. Uh, currently I'm reading three different Marvel Noir books to get ready for the next Rec Conversations episode. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, which, by the way, I will say, if you, uh, the two of you want to audit that one, I think you'll like it. Marvel Noir is, is, 
good shit because nothing supernatural or magic in that world. So you have to still have Spider-Man, but with no radioactive or superpowers. Um, I don't mind supernatural. And also or... need to have the X-Men with no mutant gene. Okay, that's that's a little more interesting. It's fantastic. But anyway, I will continue to read this when I do have time because uh, this brought me in. Um, I would also recommend if you like this to go to Kieran Gillen's. Uh, Kier- Kieran Gillen being the person that did uh, Wicked in the Divine and did uh, Phonograph. Uh, also did Young Avengers, which is what you're going to see with all of this new generation. So this has America Chavez. It has, uh, I believe, Squirrel Girls in there. It has Wiccan and it has uh, Speed. Uh Wanda's uh, yes, kids, children, um, and Kid Loki um, as a as a superhero team. It is oh, and Hulkling, who you will fucking love. Uh, <laughs> Good to know. I I have to say I was highly amused in this in what we read for Loki, where he was referred to as a member of One Direction. Yes, and as Harry Styles. Yes, yeah. And I was yes. people keep confusing me with Harry, Harry Styles. Styles. Yeah, um, um, I was actually. Um, Shit, I had a thing I was going to say. Well, I'll go back to Hulkling is half Cree, half Skrull, but loves the Hulk so much that he uses all of his form that he uses. Basically, be like Hulk like all the time. Uh, So he's just a fanboy. Yes. I'm down with that. Uh, I was actually going to say, now I remember what I was going to say is I would probably put this particular graphic novel. I think almost. I think I'm going to put this in the top ten of ones that we've read. All right, because this was well put together. Yeah. It was beautifully illustrated, uh, simply but beautifully illustrated, um, and I just really had a good time with it. Yeah, yeah. It was. It's a fun comic. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm actually going to look up the uh, the person who uh, drew it and mm-hmm. uh, see what their influences were because I really did enjoy the style of it. Right. Absolutely. Um, well, and it's ironic because Loki and I were talking about the Wicked and the Divine. Oh, really? Before we were recording. Uh, literally we minutes. Talking, I heard that conversation. Yeah. Literally minutes before we started recording. I forgot that since you're staying with us, normally what I do is I will go and handpick uh, graphic novels and put next to the bed upstairs. Um, usually Philea, uh when she's here. But uh, yeah. I, you said I think we're I, just going to cuddle? <laughs> well, I would give you rat queens, but this rat bastard over here still hasn't brought it back. Sitting on my coffee table with a stack of other shit you hand me and said, this is really cool, you should read it. And I'm like, yeah, I'll get to it. I'm busy. Uh, but yeah, we, we'll send you to bed. I don't know if you read before you fall asleep. I we're going to send my... you to bed. Okay, Loki, a... it's bedtime. Bedtime. You <laughs> bed, and you have to read a book. I actually brought uh, my Kindle with me. Nice. And I am reading The Godfather. Nice. Uh, reading I've The Godfather. I've never read The Godfather either. Neither have I. Uh, so far, I'm up to the point where you've obviously seen right. The Godfather. Right, right, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, where the... Vito Corleone was uh, shot and is in the hospital. Yeah. And it pretty much goes pace for pace with the movie so far. Wow. Nice. Okay. Um, All right. Well, thank you, Loki, for not only coming on the show, but coming all the way down. We're going to have a a great weekend. Fantastic. uh, Fantastic. uh, Looking forward to Dune. We're going to have a great rest of the night. We're going to have a great day tomorrow. Yep. That's right. Um, please, uh, everyone, tune in in two weeks when we actually do What If, or 
<laughs> you know, uh, which we've alluded to all this time. So we will answer all of those unanswered questions if we remember them. Uh, <laughs> but until then, take it away, Vandello. But the same old trouble, villains always knocking at the door. Pretty pictures on the page, but nothing ever stays the same. Come at me, and I'll show you something you ain't never seen before. Right or wrong, oh can't we all just get along? My mask is no different than yours. Pretty pictures on the screen, but nothing's ever as it seems.